Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. Thank you to our sponsor, 32 Below, Froyo and more. They're located here in Coeur Idaho, frozen yogurt, paninis, adult floats, endless mimosas on Sundays, and much more. So make sure you follow them on social media, head over to their website and check them out. All right, let's jump into this episode with Emily Butler. Okay, good morning. I have Emily Butler with me today, and um, she is a Coeur local, wonderful woman, inside and out, gorgeous inside and out. Um, I just adore this person, and um, I'm really excited to chat with you, so thank you so much for doing this, Emily. Oh, of course. Thanks for having me. Yes, and so I was doing a little research on you, because you probably don't like to brag about yourself, but she is like one of the top real estate agents in the area. Right before we came on, she was talking about how the market's going crazy. So talk a little bit about you, maybe your background and how you got into real estate and uh, what you're doing. I was born and raised in Coeur d'Alene. I always had a super hard work ethic. I think from the time I turned 12, I've had a job starting at babysitting and then always random jobs from busters to working as a barista. Um, and when I was in college, I found a passion for sales. I sold ad space and coupon books. And then that led me to getting a job with the radio station, which then led me to a sales job with a company called Living Social, which took me over to Texas. And then when I was 21, I just wanted to move home. And at the time, the real estate market was just absolutely dead. But my whole family was in it. And I was like, I just want to move home. I'm going to get my real estate license. And my mom told me that is the worst thing you could do. Um, but I did it anyways. And it's ended up being one of the best decisions for me. I've had a lot of success in it. Um, this last year I got realtor. Oh, you still there? Oh, this last year I got realtor magazines, 30 under 30 nominee, which has been a goal of mine since I was pretty much got licensed. Um, and I made it just in the nick of time because I just turned 30 this summer. Um, but even as, as I don't people ask me how I do it all the time, but, and I don't know, I just think I have a really hard work ethic, but, um, as of right now, I'm number 10 in the nation for sales for all of century 21. Wow. And they've got like 7,000 agents. Wow. So I've built quite a big business. Yeah. Yeah. So business-wise, I'm doing really well. <laughs> yeah, and then I know yeah. you've been speaking at different events, too. I think you've spoken at a few things and kind of um, been out in the community as well. Yeah, Coeur d'Alene has an awesome community. There's a lot of impressive people, and especially women in this town. Um, I'm not much of a public speaker by any means. Even doing this makes me nervous. <laughs> um, but I liked, I mean, I've had a lot of people who've helped me um, along the way. So if I can share nuggets of my success with others, I'm more than happy to do so. <laughs> Which is crazy because you carry yourself so well and you're outspoken and you're fun and gorgeous. And so you would think, and it's the funniest thing. So people are like, hate public speaking or like, it's not my wheelhouse, but you'd be like, oh, yeah. no, you're like fantastic. 
Uh, oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And it doesn't come naturally. <laughs> That's crazy. So we were talking about earlier about the market. So how is it, you know, how is it? It feels like an absolute rat race right now. Um, I mean, everybody's like, oh, you got to be loving it. And in a way I am, but at the same time, it just, we get 10, 12 offers, they go way over asking and it's kind of sad because it's almost, when I first got into real estate, the majority of my sales were first time home buyers. They were FHA loans or USDA loans with 0% down. Those buyers can't even compete in this market. Um, even just finance offers are having a hard time competing in this market. And Coeur d'Alene in general, I think it's just a highly desirable area to live. And a lot of people are now allowed to work remotely. So if they have that opportunity, they seek out more rural areas like Coeur d'Alene. Um, but I've heard that in a lot of markets like San Francisco, um, is a lot of people are moving out of like markets like San Francisco and New York and into areas like Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. Um, because it's, I was just thinking that Coeur was the only market on fire, but it seems like markets are crazy everywhere. And I think it's also a testament to how low interest rates are. Um, and it's kind of like a catch 22 because interest rates are so low that it makes it more affordable, but the housing prices have gone up so much. Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting. It is. And what would you recommend to someone that's, you know, I would say someone that, you know, like you were saying that can't afford it now, but could like, like before doing those different loans, what would you recommend for someone that wants to buy a home, but can't really afford it right now or can't compete with someone coming with a cash offer? The, the competition is the hardest just cause it's not even like, cause even for a seller, maybe they get an offer at 425 financed, but they get a cash offer at 415. In our market, they'll probably go with the 415 cash offer just because prices have gone up so quick, they're hard to appraise. So I would say if you're a buyer looking to compete, it's almost like you gotta find off-market stuff. Like start going around to the neighborhoods um, that you wanna live in, even if it's door knocking. <laughs> um, because it's not that you can't get the loan for it, it's just once the seller sees other offers where they're cash, where it closes, they don't have to wait for the financing, exactly. then it's hard. Yeah, and I've been, so, hearing, yeah, I've been hearing that from a lot of people. It's like they put, them and, the, put the house on the market and they come and comes in and gives them more than what they were asking for. Yeah, and I just don't, I mean, I always think there's, or if you just look at the history of real estate, it can't stay like this forever. Um, and so maybe if you really just can't do it right now, I mean, it might not be the worst case scenario if you do have to wait. Um, so I don't know. I just, I can't see it lasting like this forever. <laughs> it can't, it's too crazy. I've just, I know too many people doing just selling their house because they can make great money off of it. Yeah. And good for them, especially, I mean, if it's been their primary residence for two years and they don't have to pay capital gains, then do it. Go travel for a year. Exactly. <laughs> Go for a year. Exactly. What I was going to ask you some fun questions is your travel, travel bug. You love to travel. What's your favorite place to travel so far? 
I think it all just depends on the mood. Everything has something different. I was telling you, I just got back from Tulum and I'd never been there before. I've been to lots of different areas in Mexico and Tulum's been like one of my absolute favorite places I've been. Um, it didn't take long to get to. It wasn't as, it was a lot more eclectic yeah. and unique. It wasn't just like big rows of resorts. It had definitely a vibe and it was so chill. I mean, I basically went to go do yoga and relax for a few days, but the food was amazing. And yeah. Um, I also, I went to South Africa, uh, a few years ago. Love Italy. I love wine. I love food. I just love the architecture of Europe. So I don't know. I just like to experience new cultures and things. I love that. I love seeing your photos when you post them too. It makes me, well, I love to travel too. So I always get ideas. Yeah. From <laughs> yeah. So Coeur local, what is your favorite go-to restaurant? So for something nicer, I would say Tony's. That's kind of like a, I don't know, celebrate, celebratory spot, but like a nicer dinner. I think oh, that's tough. My go-to all around, like always good food would probably be moon time. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I've just never had a bad meal there. Oh, I love I don't it. know. I feel like there's a few really good places. Well, I, I told my boyfriend too, I was like, we have so many good spots in Coeur d'Alene. Like we have great breakfast, lunch, dinner. We're just really lucky. Where's your favorite spot? Oh, um, I'm a, I love Bluebird. I'm a big fan of Bluebird right now. Yeah. Bluebird's really good. Exactly. Um, so here's a fun question. What is one life lesson you have learned the hard way? Oh, that's a good one and a hard one. Um, I think until recently, I guess it's being less, not being so reactive. Um, I think I used to think that the things that happened outside of me was always everybody else's fault and I react to them. But really, if you just look inwards and be less reactive and just allowed to, or just knowing that everybody's different, nobody's intending to harm you or upset you, just... I don't know. And I think it's just being less reactive as a person. Cause I feel like in those moments when I've gotten heated or those when I've regretted him the most. <laughs> I think that's a lot of people, especially now when everyone's on edge with the world going crazy yeah. and just really reactive of like who you should vote for. There's global warming. There's not global warming. There's, you know, everyone's a fence and everyone's like, it's, it's, it's a great piece of advice. Oh, I actually got a better one though. Okay. I would say I will, my hardest lesson would probably be moving in, and this has happened on a couple different occasions, moving in with a man before you're married or engaged. <laughs> I won't do that again. <laughs> I love the lessons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that could probably be a whole nother podcast. Yeah, probably. 
<laughs> All right. So if you could have a billboard anywhere, um, what would your billboard say or have on it? <sighs> these, I wish you would have given me a heads up on these. I like to fire. Actually, our friend, oh. I interviewed her not too long ago and she made me give her all. Ah, <laughs> oh, I should have. Um, probably let's get your house sold. <laughs> I was going to say, if I, if it's me, I'm like entrepreneur way. I'm like, oh, I'm this. <laughs> called the real about this before. <laughs> what? I, I said, I'm the same way. I would use it as like a marketing tool. Oh yeah. Oh, you probably would put some good energy or like good words of wisdom out into the world. Yeah, there's those too. <laughs> oh, that, oh, if you're looking at it that way. You know what? So I, I don't know. I, I talked to this energy healer um, and she told me, your mon mantra needs to be, everything always works out for me. And I was like, that is such a good saying. Like whenever you get worked up about something and not just for me, but for you or anybody else, it's just like, it might be hard in this moment, but it always works out. Oh, it's and so, so now I, I don't know. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. I know. And the, in the windshield first, and I was like, that's big. It always works out. <laughs> It's so true too. Yeah. Um, so, so back to that, uh, kind of a, uh, thought provoking question is what is, um, what's something that you would tell a younger you to not be so hard on myself? Um, and yeah, to not be such a people pleaser or like, you're not, you're not here to please everybody else do what's good and right for you I have a lot of people in my life that, that needs that one it's um because that can really affect you in so many ways because it needs you need to worry about you yeah, yeah. all right so Still gotta care for other people but right and I get yeah it's totally it's like one of those catch-22s again is that you know you want to take care of people around you but also you need to sometimes put yourself first Exactly. Yeah. All right. So what is, um, what is something that you could piece of advice or something you can listen that some of the people that are listening to us, a piece of positive advice, we're all going through rough stuff, whether it's financially losing our jobs, homes, whatever it is, what is something positive that you can tell somebody listening that's going through a rough patch right now? To not give up. Um, and to always think about all the things that you do have to be grateful for. Uh, even I, I get so caught up in what's going wrong that I forget like how much dogs, like there's always something to be grateful for. Exactly. And so hard for everybody. Mm, I love that's perfect. Um, so how can myself or anyone listening support you right now? Aw. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just like being here with you. Perfect. Of course, I want, to sell, I want you to sell and buy your houses with me, but I don't know. I like just being able to share 
what I'm going through with you and happy for anybody to listen. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so very much for giving me your time today. Yes. Thank you, Tabitha.